Hey, it's Cindy here, and it's time for another episode of the Life Makeovers podcast. And this is my follow-up to my conversation with Rhonda Burgess. And she talked about what we, a lot of us call a midlife crisis as her midlife awakening. And I love that. And part of what happened for her was, in case you didn't listen the other day, for sure, go back and listen to it. It was a wonderful conversation. But she talked about you know, her midlife awakening being all kinds of things from a, a path from a in a career into full-time motherhood and homemaking back into a career, that whole transition, um, going through a divorce after over 30 years of marriage, um, really just struggling with identity uh, things along her way and in her path. And then of course, she talked a bit about her son and some of his chronic health issues and, and navigating that throughout uh, their lives and the empty nest and learning how to shift from being, you know, the manager of her children's lives to being a consultant. So all of those things and more she discussed as part of her midlife awakening. And one of the powerful questions she asked herself, and I would encourage you to ask yourself, is how do I wanna spend the rest of my life? I mean, that's a fantastic question to ask ourselves anytime, but especially if you're going through a difficult time in the middle of your life. How do I want to spend the rest of my life? And being willing to live in the not knowing space that comes when we're going through a midlife transition or awakening, as, as Rhonda called it. She also touched on the importance of asking for help and how, you know, she had strove for independence in her life and wanted to be resilient on her own, but realizing that even if she was going to going to um, ask for help by paying for it, such as getting therapy, which is what she did. Um, that it's so important to have help. And of course, she did applaud her uh, large circle of friends and, um, and recommended that we utilize friends or people close to us that are, are right there wanting to uh, assist and support in any way. But that part of resilience is being willing to ask for help when we need it. And when she found herself feeling the most hopeless, which I know some of you talk about your hopelessness with me, and how you feel like it's too late and it's all over and you know all of that it, i loved her her coping mechanism with that and that was she learned to stay present and say to herself i am okay right now i am okay just right now this moment i'm okay and and really life is just one moment after another right so if you're okay this moment you're okay the next moment you're okay the next moment pretty soon you realize you're going to be okay no matter what. And then she talked about surrendering and not in terms of giving up, but rather trusting that in the midst of any problem, the solution is on its way. And trusting that, having faith in that belief that in the midst of any problem, the solution is on its way. So that's another thing we can say to ourselves in tumultuous times is, okay, I'm in the thick of this and I, I, don't, I don't know what all is happening here and I'm not sure how to sort this out, but I do believe a solution is on its way. <clears throat> and then she challenged us also to ask ourselves, where is the good in all of this? Where's the good? What can I learn from this? And to be willing to learn from those darkest times in our lives, which I thought was fantastic. 
we touched on mindset things, especially in terms of aging. Because one of the things I know I'm running into with my listeners, my coaching clients, members of my coaching communities, and so forth is women who are, you know, talking to themselves in very negative ways about aging, that it's all downhill from here, that they can't lose the weight, that they'll never be without pain, that they're just going to get older and more miserable and then die. And, you know, I, I don't want that to be your story, listeners. I don't want that to be your story and it doesn't have to be. So one of the ways you can, you can change that, and Rhonda talked about this, is changing your mindset around aging. I call it flipping the switch in your head and saying, I can age well, I'm getting wiser and better all the time. I, I say to myself, I'm happier and healthier, wealthier and wiser all the time. Like I say that to myself all the time. Every morning, it's part of my spiritual work, my setting the tone for my day is to say, you know, I'm getting happier and healthier and wealthier and wiser all the time. And that just makes me feel good in all kinds of ways. And then she suggested that we live a life of no regrets, you know, that we don't, we all have times, of course, I've talked about this too many times that, you know, we think we fell short, or we don't like how we handled something, or we wish we'd made a different decision, or what if we just hadn't said that at that moment, or whatever. But, you know, make amends where you need to make amends, and then realize that everything that you've done or that you're going through is leading you right to where you need to go. And so it's really great to just let it go and go, okay, I did the best I could, and I've made amends where I can, forgive myself, and go on. And then I loved, loved, loved her suggestion. And I recommend this highly to all of you to make a happiness list, the happiness list. And so she made a list of, I think she said five things that she thought, if I have these five things, I will be totally happy. Like this is my recipe for happiness right here, these five things. And after she made the list, she looked it over and she realized she already had four of them. I mean, four out of five, she's doing great, right? She's already got four out of five. And so that was a realization to her like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm doing great. My life is wonderful and uh, I can be really happy now. And that's the other key. Even if you have zero things on your list so far of your happiness list, let it be an inspiring list, a list that really guides you. So every time you make a decision or a choice or take an opportunity that it matches, it aligns with something that's on your happiness list and you will start to feel better. I say to women all the time, say yes to yourself and you will be happier. Just keep saying yes to yourself. Even if it's just, I want to wear these clothes today. Yes, because I'll, I'll feel most comfortable in them. Or this is what I want for lunch. I don't care what you want for lunch. I want this for lunch. So I'm going to say yes to myself and make this for lunch. You know, from that, how you spend your time, from how you spend your money, from how, you know, all of it, say yes to yourself. So get that happiness list written and, uh, and notice what you already have to feel good about and appreciate that, be in gratitude for that, and then get inspired to take steps to uh, live out that happiness list. So thank you, Rhonda, for all these gems. And thank you, listeners, for being there. If you'd like to get on my list to receive my weekly blog, please go to cindydwitmer.com and you can sign up for my exclusive guide, which is called It's Your Time, How to Start Loving Yourself Unapologetically Today.
and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.